Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hello, everybody. It's Catherine here. And I'm going to be talking a little bit about uh, a few topics today, codependency, identity, and starting your own business. (laughs) I promise they have something to do with one another. But I am doing this because you may have seen on other platforms that I am running a workshop called Secretly Ambitious. It's a workshop slash masterclass or whatever one wants to call it, two-hour event geared toward teaching sensitive women about blockers that they may have to starting their own business. And I wanted to give you a little sneak peek because I think starting a business for us is like totally, I mean, I think it's hard for a lot of people. Um, And I think for us, there's a lot wrapped up in it that we, that like haven't really been explained to us why it feels so hard. At least that was my experience. So um, in addition to the workshop, which is on April 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern, sliding scale, replay available, I am going to be enrolling for a very small four-person, um, three-month group coaching program on how to begin starting your own business and scale it. And um, so I'll talk a little bit about that too. But I'm also calling it secretly ambitious. I've had the, the phrase secretly ambitious in my mind for a long time because I think sensitive women have a complicated relationship to ambition. But I think as many of us are ambitious as anybody else, and it's not a bad thing to be ambitious. So what I wanted to do first was um, I, I think we need to explore the concept of codependency from a different lens in order to understand why business is so starting the business is so difficult, especially if we've been in a nine to five career track for a long time. Um, so I'm going to get into this in great depth in the workshop. And as with everything, it starts in childhood, but I'm not going to talk about that part here. But codependency, um, which I believe many sensitive women struggle with, is a it is it's it's an approach i don't know what it is like like an emotional issue but it is it's not a disorder so i don't really know what to call it but codependency to me is deriving your sense of worth and self and identity from everything around you that's external and almost nothing internal So that means that your relationships with people, they're the priority. You're always thinking about them. Your relationship, you know, with them defines you, whether it's, you know, um, a partner or a friend group or something. Um, Your sense of worth is very defined by external items like your salary, your status, your body image, Um, you know, maybe even your career, like all sorts of things. Um, and your sense of identity is, feels pretty hollow. Like who, who are you even? 
because you've probably spent most of your life prioritizing and understanding the identities and needs of everybody else around you, right? We're like master master hold, space holders, detectives for other people. We know everything that everybody around us needs or wants or who they are. And we're able to like anticipate all of that and be really attuned to all of that. But, you know, you may know that you're struggling with codependency if you, you're in a spot where you're like, I don't even know what I want, right? Like the sense of, of like, if you've gotten to a point maybe in your career or your life, I find that this often happens sometime in your thirties or afterwards, you're just like, what's the point? <laughs> I've, do I even want the things that I have? I have this career. Do I want it? I have this relationship. Do I want it? You know, we're very dutifully following a path of expectations and we have assumed because that was the path laid out for us those are the things that we wanted but usually there comes a time of reckoning when you're like things are starting to feel really hollow I don't know who I am I don't know what I want why is this happening and in my opinion it's happening because of codependency which again prioritizes the external above your internal so um why is this related to business. So if you struggle with codependency, some people, some of us struggle it with, with it really lightly. Some, for some of us, it's a really deep, deep wound in a lot of ways. But if you struggle with codependency, the reason I think you may struggle with starting the business is because it's an identity issue, not merely a matter of creating like a business plan and some goals and going for it. And that means it's wrapped up in in so many parts of, of who you've believed yourself to be and who you're afraid you're becoming or because you're not sure who you want to become, like that, that can be really difficult. So like codependent women, like I said, struggle with a sense of identity and self. They may have defined their work as their identity or their self. And that's got a lot for them, right? Especially if they're high achieving women who have been like kind of ambitious within the containers of their nine to five careers. That identity is a huge part of who they are. And so when it comes to feeling the pull of starting your own business a little bit, it's not just a matter of some spreadsheets and getting some clients. It's an entire identity shift, right? As you're recovering from codependency, whether you're aware you're doing it or not, and if part of that codependency has been your dependence on your career for a sense of identity and worth, starting your own business or working for yourself is going to be a huge identity shift for you. And it's it's bigger than you may think. So the reason I even started Secretly Ambitious, like wanted to do the workshop and then was like, maybe I can help women with this in their in starting their businesses is because I have had many one-on-one clients who are very, it, it turns out, though they may not realize it when we start working together, they are very interested in working for themselves or starting their own thing. And that realization alone may take them weeks, if not months to get to. And when that realization pops up, then it's a whole nother stage because you have to, you have to, like, there are, in my opinion, a few stages that come along with this, right? There's even the knowing that you want to work for yourself or start your own thing, which feels wild, especially if you've, like, again, really invested a lot of your identity in your career and in being a nine to five job, you know, and you're in a particular, like, you're a lawyer or you're like this kind of worker or whatever. 
So there's that realization. That's the first stage. The second is acceptance, which can take a while too. (laughs) A lot of women will be like, well, that's just a crazy dream. Or like, I could never do that. Or, you know, that's impossible. Like I have it so good here. Why would I ever want to? And then when there's acceptance of like, okay, I do actually want to do this thing. Oh my gosh. There's what needs to be kind of like (laughs) if your identity has been so wrapped up in this particular career um, or your current job, there almost needs to be like a surgical stage of like detaching your identity from your career and from that particular job or career track or like, you know, uh, field you're in or whatever. And that can take a while, right? Because if you've been, you know, a construction project manager your entire adult life that's how you've identified and it's no simple thing to just say well guess I'm not that anymore and I'm gonna be something else right it's like okay you've been this thing for a long time and it's it's really woven into aspects of who you are and letting that go is um it's really difficult, you know? That was absolutely the case for me. Even though I, like, never really loved any of my jobs, like, they were good, and they were fine, and I worked with nice people, and um, I worked with really good people. Mostly it was the people I always really liked in my jobs. But even so, my identity as, like, a traditional 9-to-5 career person was, like, so deeply steeped in me, and, like, I couldn't even fathom the idea of becoming a business owner or an entrepreneur or self-employed because that was just like bonkers to me. I also had no role models for it. Like literally everybody in my family is a government employee. So speaking of like the most traditional job one can have, right? Um, So I had to kind of detach my identity from this field and from being a nine to five person. And that took a while too. And then, you know, once you've kind of surgically detached your identity, there's the creation of the new identity, like in the new, in the, in the new field you want to work in, in the business you want to start or in becoming self-employed, right? You will become, you will identify as a business owner, an entrepreneur or self-employed or a freelancer. So that's a new identity you're taking on. But at this point, usually you want to go about it with some more grace and thought because you've realized just how much of your previous identity was wrapped up in your job and your probably a little nervous about that happening again. So you ideally want to enter more thoughtfully into the um, the next stage of, of this identity and career and both build a satisfying career and work that you love, but it's not so all-consuming to be the entirety of your identity, right? So I think that's what I've done successfully. You know, only time will tell because I have a lot of blind spots. (laughs) But, you know, and it takes a lot of time. So I just want to grant you that. Like I knew, I knew at some subconscious level I wanted to like leave my job to do my own thing for like two or three years. And then the conscious knowing, from the conscious knowing to the action, I mean, that was at least a year, right? And then you know, there was the building of the business and I did not know what I was doing. And like, I didn't know what I was doing for about another year, but I was trying, right? (laughs) And now here I am a year and a half into my business and I feel like I know what I'm doing. Um, You know, there's a lot to learn still, you know, I read somewhere that like anything under three years is still like a brand new baby company. And I can't disagree with that. Um, But I have a sense of steady ground 
and sort of the identification of like the work I want to do within this container of where I am right now. And I feel that I have a healthy sense of identity outside of my work, even though I'm very consumed by my work and I love it a lot. And I do think it's my calling and my purpose. But if all of it were to fall away tomorrow, I would be okay. You know, I would be like, I'm still Catherine. So I don't, you know, spend a lot of time thinking about all of it falling away because if it does, that's, that's okay. Right. So I wanted to offer those stages to any of you who also might be secretly ambitious, because I think for sensitive women who are struggling with codependency, it's not just a simple light switch to become an entrepreneur or start a business. I think there's a huge element of identity shift in it and you may really want to consider some support for that because it can feel really lonely. Like if you're, and especially if you're like unconscious that this is happening, you're, you're going to feel really rattled and like, what the hell is going on? And if you feel, even if you feel really conscious, this is happening, you're like, Oh my God, my entire identity has been defined my career that I don't even want to do. I want to do something else, but I don't know where to start. And I don't know how to make that shift. It's okay to ask for support. That's the other thing I'm going to normalize in my workshop next week. It's, I don't know why anybody expects that they should know how to start a business on their own, right? Without investing in mentorship or coaching or a program. It's like a new, you know, we would go back to school for a master. Like if we were going to become a dentist, we wouldn't be just like, guess I'm going to be a dentist now (laughs) and like go buy like a toothpick on Amazon or whatever. I don't even know what dentist tools are called. Like we would go back to school and we would learn things and we would, you know, we would shift into that identity of becoming a dentist. And if you're becoming a freelancer or a business owner or an entrepreneur, you know, you can get okay far listening to podcasts and newsletters and stuff. But if you really want to go all the way investing in coaching or a program or some support, especially if somebody who's been there before you is invaluable, right? So that'll get to a whole other thing, which is fear, which I'll be talking about in my workshop. You know, sensitive women have a lot of fear. And so there's fear of investing money. There's fear of, you know, leaving your job. There's fear of what other people are going to think of you. So we'll be touching on that lightly in the workshop too, and deeper in the small group program that I'm running. Um, For those of you who are interested in the small group program, it is going to be 12 weeks long, four women maximum. So I'm keeping it really small. We're going to meet weekly for 90 minutes or so um, to go through 12 weeks of like some of this identity work and also practical steps to building your business. Um, I have a lot of support from me. So there'll be, you'll have two separate calls with me, one near the beginning and one near the end. And I think you'll also like make best friends with anybody else who signs up for this group. Um, and you'll have, then you'll have a built-in network of like business sisterhood going forward. Right. So that is going to be open for enrollment soon. In fact, I may just open it now. Why not? Like I'll put the link in the show notes and if you're interested, you can apply or you can DM me on Instagram or you can send me an email. Um, and if you know, you're curious, but not sure that's where you want to go attend the workshop next week. It's sliding, uh, sliding scale tickets are $11 to $44. So I've wanted to make it affordable for people who, um, people who are interested. So, sorry, I just got distracted because it's really beautiful. I think it was a bluebird flew by. <laughs> Blue jay, probably. What are birds? Anyways, if you're thinking about starting your own business, working for yourself, whatever it is, 
know that it's an identity shift and it's going to take some time and that's okay. And there are things you can do to accelerate it as well. And I am there for that support if you need it. I hope I'll see you at the workshop and otherwise have a beautiful day ahead. That's it for this week's Sunday Seether. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about The Sunday Seether at thesundayseether.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.